0: Breaking news. Some artists are attracting dream assignments even before launching their freelance businesses. In this episode, I'm going to tell you the three things that you can do today to attract paid opportunities. Listen up. hello 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 and welcome to another episode of open studio i'm your host martina Flora, and in this solo show i share strategies and tactics that you can use to advance your career as a lettering artist or illustrator today i'll be speaking about the strategies to get out of your way share your work and start attracting dream assignments last week we released the episode with Kem barber it was really a brilliant episode. Ken is one of my heroes, my personal heroes. And I think the conversation with him was so insightful. Um, he's very wise and knowledgeable. And of course, he has been in the industry of lettering uh, for a long time. And he has so many stories to share. And I think that um, you will really enjoy this episode with him. The episode is, let me see, is episode ninety one so you can go check it out and you know that conversation inspired me to do this episode and to because during that conversation we were we were speaking about when when do you know or how do you know that your work is good enough I mean he does outstanding work when it comes to lettering and you know we all come to a point where you know we're trying to get better at what we do. And we, you know, we, we practice and we do more work and we wonder, okay, when, when is it enough? When, when am I ready to say, Hey, I can start charging for, um, for the work that I do. Right. And, and he told me something really interesting and something that I've been thinking about as well. Um, that, you know, skill is related. So it's related to the time in your practice, in which you are, is related to the person and where they are coming from or what their experiences are, is related, right? And the the problem is that we often compare ourselves to other people, right? And I'm going to tell you that this is something that I totally get because it happens to me as well. And, and I think that's the actual issue of uh, the problem, that we often compare ourselves to other people. Whereas, as, um, as Ken Barber was saying, we need to compare ourselves to ourselves. We need to compare how much progress we are doing in terms of the work we were doing two or three months ago, or a year ago, right? And not so much compare our work with whoever is in the business for, or in, in the illustration business, or the lettering business for ever, for years, right? So everyone, I think that that was great about that episode, and I recommend you to go check it out. It's episode number ninety one, and with that intro, I would love to get to dive deeper into today's episode. That is about you know how do you how do you know and how do you start gaining that confidence to show your work and start attracting those dream assignments and um, and working and doing you know making money with your skills. So the problem here is that there's a lot of aspiring artists and illustrators that are really doing great work. And I see that every time. I see that inside my community of members and, and aspiring lettering artists. Um, I see people that is like, well, look at their work, right? And and the thing is that across the board, I, I get this... Um, I get this question coming over and over. I'm not sure if this is good enough. I don't dare to share my work, right? And this might be your case. And this is why I wanted to make an, an a special episode about this. Because, you know, we, you may be saying, okay, you know, I will share my, uh, share my work or I will start building my portfolio when my work is good enough, right? When my work is perfect or my, when my work is at a certain level. But when is that time coming? right? When, when do you know that, you know, it's ready to be shared with the world, right? And then you go on social and you see a ton of artists doing great work, right? But the thing is that you just see other artists doing great work. You don't know where they are coming from or if they have been doing lettering for a lot longer than you or lettering or illustration, and I speak about lettering because I think of of my students and I think of of myself as well when I speak about um, these topics um, so you you go on social and you compare yourself with others, but you miss the part of like seeing, okay, this person has been has been doing this for five years more than me or for over a decade, right, and I'm comparing their work with mine. Um, and you see you know you go on the internet and you see amazing portfolios of work and you think like well how can i get to to build that right so i i you know it's, it's even hard for me right now to finish a piece and i go on the internet and i i surf this different or i scroll down this uh this amazing portfolios and i think like you know how do you get there um and and because you compare yourself with other people and other people that are at different stages of their journey, you start thinking, oh, well, I'm, I'm not good enough, right? And my work is not ready, right? If I, if my work is not at that level, then I'm not ready, right? And this is the key of the problem, actually, that if you don't share your work, people won't know that you exist. And when I speak about people, I speak about other artists, clients, potential clients. And what I think is the most important part here is that you don't get to see what resonates with people, which is essential to make a living with your skills. I always speak about, and you have heard me often, uh, saying that you know, in order to make a living with your skills, you need to find that perfect overlap overlap between what you love doing and what people want from you. And this is something you learn by experience. You learn by repeatedly sharing your work and seeing what resonates, right? And seeing what people like and what people don't like and seeing what you enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing. But, you know, first you need to have all these touch points and these experiences in order to build that knowledge and say, okay, I think this is, this is the direction in which I need to go. This is the niche in which I need to get um, in with my work. This is the people I can help better with my work, right? If you don't share your work, this is the most important part that you miss to discover. You miss to discover, okay, who, what is the work I'm the best at? And who is the people I can help with my work, right? It's not like you will, once you are ready, you will just discover it right away. So I encourage you to start early. And I'm going to share a few few tactics today to do that. To start early, to get that information, right? Um, Start early by sharing your work. And even if you think it is not good enough and even if you think it's not perfect and it's not ready, that you start getting your work out there. So you start getting that information Um, because that information is super important for you to be able to make a living with your skills, right? And I want to tell you that I totally get it. I think that in previous episodes, I was speaking about the fact that I'm writing a book right now. And I, this is not the first book that I write. I actually published two other books, um, and in this book, but this book is actually very different from the other books that I wrote. I wrote the first book that I wrote was the Golden Secrets of Lettering, which um, laid down the the process of creating lettering from a sketch to final artwork. That that work was uh, that um, book was really successful. In its niche, and and later on, I created this other book, the Big Leap, which shows you the step by step of uh, launching your creative business. And both books were technical books essentially. They show you the step by step, or they explain to you um, the details, or the the theory behind, or the 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 techniques and the tools that you need to use to achieve a certain. A certain result, right? Now, this other book that I'm working on right now, um, is rather different from the other two books that I, that I, uh, that I wrote. the, the this book is uh, more narrative; it's more of a story, right? And this is a big challenge for me. I've never, I've never done something like this, and I, I, you know, I feel that it's a stretch for me as an artist you know when it comes to lettering and explaining how you do a certain thing in lettering i can totally explain it to you and when it comes to business and i need to explain that, like that step by, by steps and the tactics and the strategies i can totally lay down like a step by step or a process um, i feel that this is something i can totally do but when it comes to telling a story that is compelling that is attractive that also leaves you with the message um, and with the with some learnings well then i feel you know i feel that it's a stretch for me and and i'm now reading a book for instance it's called the obstacle is the way from ryan Holiday, which is one of my favorite authors and this is like the third time that i read this book and it's it's so well written and you know when i when i compare my book with his book i feel like will I ever get there? You know, like whenever I read a book of a great author, I think like, well, I mean, do I need to start from scratch what I'm doing, right? And and I think that the problem there is that I am comparing myself with someone who is at a different stage of their journey. Ryan Holiday has been writing for the past decade and this is what he does every. Freaking day, and this is why he excels at it because he just um, does it every day, and he's uh, amazing at it. And he has developed a skill to talk to their readers in a way that really leaves them with something, right? And and this is why I'm I'm, I'm telling you this story because it will continue to happen to you as you move forward in your journey as an artist. You know, perhaps this is not something that happens to me when it comes to lettering work right now at this stage of my career, but it happens to me with something else that I'm trying to do as a creative, like writing a book and writing specifically a a narrative nonfiction book, which is more of a story than than like a technical book, right? So what I want to tell you is that this all comes down to the idea of like you're good enough in the the stage in which you are right now which is the one this stage is the one that will take you or will enable you to go on to the next stage right and that stage is the one that will enable enable you to go on to the next step so so like these steps are necessary in order to move forward and when you start comparing yourself and not sharing your work or keeping your work in the shadows is when you stop taking steps right and you stop moving forward right and if you think that the end of that journey or like the the first end goal of that journey is to finally make a living with your skills and start attracting dream assignments then you want to start now you know i think i think this is often something that i see happening is that because aspiring artists want to have everything perfect and everything in place and be really proud of their work before they even start building their portfolio and before they even start reaching out to clients then When they are ready, they feel overwhelmed because they have so much work to do. They need to build their portfolio, uh, you know, uh, uh, create those connections, uh, find a community that supports them, find guidance, like they need to put so many things in place. Whereas if you start now, everything will be lighter. If you start, if you want to um, eventually start making a living with your skills, you need to start now. You need to start building your portfolio right now so that when it's time you're just ready. And perhaps the opportunity will, will come even earlier than you think, right? Because as you start putting your work out there, you will you know, you will start attracting opportunities naturally. Or at least you will start getting that information that I spoke to you about before you will start getting this very valuable information of what is it that resonates? What is it from my work that resonates with someone, with people, with clients, with the people I'm, I, I can help with my, with my skills, right? And I love this quote that I, that I read somewhere the other day that said, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. And I love this because you will look at your work a year from now two years from now and you will think like well i can do that much better you know you know i would change this or i would have done this differently but that means that you're moving forward that means that you have gained experiences experience through making that means that you are making progress right now let's get down to the solutions to this let's get down to some of the things that you can start doing so that you don't get on your own way and you start sharing your work earlier than later and i want to repeat this if you want to make a living with your skills and at some point you want to start attracting assignments paid assignments you need to start now you need to start um sharing your work right now it's not something that happens from one day to the other, is something that gradually builds upon that one goal, right? So you need to start building your connections now. You need to start building your community now. You need to start building your um, your portfolio right now. So in order to do that, the number one strategy or the number one tactic to do that, and I, I spoke about this um, in a previous episode, I'm going to tell you exactly which, which episode. So number one tactic, finish your projects, right? I, I touched on this episode, on, on on this topic, on episode number 87. So you need to finish your projects, right? Because most, most what I see many artists doing is that they, they sit down to practice and they don't finish their work, right? So they start with a sketch and then the sketch goes unnoticed, right? Or the, it goes, um, you know... In, uh, into some folder and uh, you you don't get to finish that work. So you, you need to finish your pieces, your illustrations, you need to finish the projects that you start, right? And it all goes down to behaving like a professional. You know, a professional sits down to work, they have a briefing, they have a client assignment and they need to deliver, they need to ship it, right? there's no like oh i would do it some other day they would they need to ship it because the client is waiting for it so how can you start behaving like a professional before getting those dream assignments or before getting paid assignments right so finishing your projects is the first step that you can do in order to become a professional right so and also you won't realize how good your work is if you don't finish your projects i think there's a certain power in like comparing finished projects with one another um, and seeing okay the project that i did two months ago in comparison with the this one uh, illustration piece that i did today i can see the you know i can see the stretch i can see the the progress right and we apply this within our community of lettering artists and inside our program the learning seminar what we tell students essentially when they get in the lettering seminar what we tell students is one simple thing one simple briefing which is you will create one lettering piece from beginning to end right and that is the one thing that is the one goal of the program of course that throughout the process of creating that one piece um they learn a lot of uh, you know a lot of t- tools they acquire a lot of tools and they they learn the fundamentals and they 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 learn a, a, an efficient process right but the one goal is to finish one lettering piece right. Now, some of them like go an extra mile and they create a series of pieces, right? But that's another story. The one thing that is important, um, and I think that it, it is important for our students in terms of changing their mindset, is that they get to see a finished work. They don't, they stop doing this, this practicing and sketching and never finishing anything, and they move on to finishing real lettering pieces, right? Now. The tactic number two that I want to share with you, which is related to the or is is a consequence of finishing a project, is showcase it as a finished project, right? Um, and that means that if you are, you know, if you are creating um, a a book cover, showcase it as a book cover, right? So that people who see this um, this piece of work or who goes onto your website and see this, um, this piece of illustration or this lettering piece, they get to understand what it is, which kind of project you are putting out there in the world. Right? Now this goes back to the same concept of if you want to be a professional, start behaving as a professional. And I know that many of you listening are uh, perhaps Uh, freelance designers or uh, freelance graphic designers or freelance illustrators and are already working for uh, for clients right now it all goes goes down to the idea of start behaving as a professional even before being one right and I remember that when I started my my uh, my studio in in lettering and custom typography um, when I moved to Berlin um, the one thing that really had a big impact on my confidence and also the way i felt about my myself and what i was doing is that i printed business cards um, you know i printed business cards that said martina flor lettering artist right and that was already quite a statement it was like well this is this is me this is what i do right and that had you know the fact that i was already presenting my business as a um as martina flor lettering artist had an impact on the way i um i talked to other peers or how i interacted with people so that is really important start behaving as a professional even before uh being a professional i i wasn't you know when i launched my business as a lettering artist i didn't have any assignments as a lettering artist essentially i had I have had a few experiences, a few side projects that I had done on my own, but actually I didn't have a, a bulk of work or, or a bulk of client work to show. Right now, the tactic number three that I want to share with you is that you start building a portfolio now. Don't wait until you have it all ready and figure it out. I personally started building my portfolio early. And you know what happened when I launched my business as a artist? I already had that part. And I could focus on all of the other parts of the business, which had to do with, you know, setting up uh, bank accounts and, uh, you know, getting my, my tax number on the um, tax office and all of this stuff that you need to tackle when you start your business as a lettering artist, illustrator, a freelance designer. So, you know, because I had built, building my portfolio from early on, when I launched my business, I had already this part. And my portfolio looked pretty amazing, even if I, if I didn't have um, any client work. But the, the work that I had there looked really professional because I was also showcasing it as a project. I was showcasing it professionally, right? So don't wait until you have it already and figure it out. Start building your portfolio right now. And I can tell you that when I look, you know, when I look at the projects that I have done through my career, the the, the professional assignments that I have uh, have come um, my way through through my career as a lettering artist, I always say this: that over eighty percent of my client assignments have reference to projects that I did for fun or that I did as a side project. Let me repeat this, 80% of the client assignments that have come my way um, have referenced a project that I did for fun or uh, as a side project, right? And with this, I mean that clients that came to me, they said, hey, I've seen this uh, this piece of lettering in your portfolio. And I would like you to do something similar for this project that I have uh for this advertising campaign or for this magazine cover or for this or this or that right so and and this is not only my experience i have experienced you know we have we have used the same framework with our students inside the the lettering seminar and inside our community of lettering artists Um, and i want to tell you some of the stories for instance rick rick is one of our students and rick when he started the lettering seminar he um, his project was um pretty ambitious. He wanted to create not only one letter in piece but uh, he set himself uh the goal of creating uh, a series of postcards right and because he created this series of postcards the the postcards got um got the attention of a publishing house and they were published as a series of postcards and they are sold in markets in new york so now rick is upping up his game and he's moving on to creating a series of um packagings right with his lettering work so he's actually creating the designs and he uh you know he goes through iterations of his designs and he uses our community of course to get feedback and stuff and um and then when he shares the work he shares the work as a finished piece he shares a mock up of that you know that uh, packaging design on the actual package package it is thought for so the the um, the piece looks really professional, right? And I can, I can totally imagine that as he puts that, that on, his, on his website or his portfolio, he will start seeing how that resonates with potential clients, right? Now Anna, Anna is another story that I wanted to tell about the, the, the lettering seminar. She's one of our students, and she, when she came to the program, she wanted to um, shift her work towards doing more lettering work for clients so she had an online shop and she wanted to shift her her career towards something that had to do more with one-to-one client work and she said she said okay i'm gonna throughout the program i'm gonna create a book cover uh because this is this is like a dream assignment for me i can totally imagine myself doing book covers down the road and she created not one but four book covers she created a series of um of book covers, and because she put that project in her portfolio, showcased it professionally with mock-ups and everything, she caught the attention of a book publisher, and she created her book cover, her first book cover, because thanks to that one project that she created during, during the lettering seminar, right? Now, another... Another example, the last example that I want to tell, or the last story that I want to tell you about is the story of Sonia. Sonia also enrolled in the lettering seminar. She is a graphic designer and she wanted to explore lettering and learn more about it and perhaps um, add it as part of her services as as a graphic designer. So what she did is that she used the program uh, to create a project that was, um, at the end, a promotional piece that she would send to clients. So she created a, a postcard that she would send to clients by the end of the year uh, to um, um, to say uh, simply Happy New Year or uh, Merry Christmas. I think it was Merry Christmas. And because she did that, she actually printed the card and sent it to her clients. And because she did that, she actually made her clients aware that she could also do this kind of work for them, right? So as I said before, until you don't put your work out there, people don't know that you're doing this. People don't know what you're capable of. So doing, putting your work out there is really, really important. And... It doesn't really matter in which stage you are. This, you only need to compare yourself to yourself and you only need to, you know, take that first step so that you can make the next one and the next one and the next one, right? So let's go back to the three things that you need to be doing in order to get out of your way and start sharing your work so that... As an end goal, you can start attracting client assignments and you can start um, making a living with your work. Um, and as I said before, the earlier you start doing this, the better, right? So number one, finish your projects. Stop practicing. Go check out episode number 87 and um, where I speak about you know the concept of practicing versus making. So finish your projects. Just focus on doing one piece of work and finish it, right? Now, once you do that, showcase it as a project, make a mock up, make it look nice and beautiful and make it look professional, right? Even if it's not a client assignment, it doesn't matter to your potential clients. That doesn't matter as long as they can resonate with it and understand that you are able to do that then that's totally fine. It doesn't matter if it's like a real assignment or a real client assignment or it's just a made-up project, right? Now, the strategy or the tactic number three, build a portfolio now. Start building a portfolio right now. Don't wait until you have it all figured out, until you feel ready with your work. Do it now. Everything Anything you want to build, if your end goal is to make a living with your skills as a lettering artist or illustrator, start early. Don't wait until you have it all figured out because that t- that moment will never come. And if it ever comes, you will feel so overwhelmed for all the things you need to do, right? Uh, so if you start, you know, making these little steps and building your portfolio early, when the time comes in which you are ready to say like, hey. I'm gonna go uh, full time as a lettering artist or illustrator, then you will, be, you know, you will be ready. You have, you will have some of the most important things down. You will have your portfolio, you will have your community, you will have, um, you have built confidence because you see your work, you see what you already have, and you feel like I'm ready, right? So don't wait until you're ready. And remember this. This uh, quote that I mentioned in the, during the episode, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. I hope you have a wonderful week and that this solo episode leaves you with a little bit of inspiration to take action and start sharing your work. Have a great week and see you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show on social networks at Martinaflor on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflorcom slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflorcom slash YouTube to find them. You can of course This podcast is brought to you by The Ultimate Lettering Quiz. Find out just how much you really know about letters by taking the quiz for free on martinaferrar.com slash quiz. Enjoy!